Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the English with Grace podcast. This is a centralized hub for students, teachers, and English language learners to practice their English and listen to the differing opinions of other English speakers. The content and focus of this podcast will vary, and my goal is to introduce listeners to a variety of perspectives, backgrounds, and experiences as we discuss topics that are also presented in my English with Grace conversation classes. So I'm very excited to have you here. I hope you enjoy this discussion and of course like and subscribe if you like it and I look forward to seeing you in some of our upcoming conversation classes. All right let's jump in or back in because we've already been chatting for about an hour. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I have invited you back by popular demand as you know uh, no and way. today we're going to talk about the non-binary a very important topic um, and a lot of people have a lot of questions around it so i'm really excited for you to share your expertise on the subject but first can you start with introduction name pronouns and then anything you want to share about your cultural background and upbringing if my listeners haven't listened to cultivating resilience with coco yet guess who's back 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 (laughs) (laughs) coco's back hi friends hi English with Grace followers, listeners, what is going on? Uh, uh, <laughs> we are I, here. We are here. We're back round two. Uh, um, my name is Coco. If you haven't listened to Cultivating Resilience, please do so. That was so much fun talking to my friend Grace. So uh, my pronouns funny. are they, them. My cultural upbringing. Um, okay, so actually my, <laughs> my friend tried to call me out. So apparently I might be second generation. Oh, <laughs> fake news on the first one (laughs) but i don't know because my family said i was first whatever so Mm -hmm. either way my family originates from sierra leone Mm -hmm. i am the first to be born in america okay Uh, but um yeah i my culture has always been a huge huge component just because my mom made it a point to just kind of mesh the beauty of our African culture mm-hmm. and mixing it in with the Western culture. So I always valued both sides of me um, okay. and trying to navigate that. Also incorporating my queer identity, which is <laughs> yes. another factor as well. But yeah. Okay. Quick question, Coco. Uh, mm-hmm. So for people who don't know, I might've asked you this on cultivating resilience. What does first generation mean? And then second generation, if somebody doesn't know that. Expression. Yeah. Okay. So in my understanding grace and if anyone knows please put it in the comments because i was so i was like what are you telling anyway mm-hmm. so for in my understanding first generation was um being the first american citizen like american born um oh, okay from immigrant families mm-hmm. he was telling me that the second generation is me the first generation is when um you're you have immigrants that come to america um, so they, so my mom, my sisters, my uncles, my like the ones who have came from Sierra Leone to America are first generation. Okay. And then because they came from a different country and are the first ones to be citizens here. And sure, then sure. I would be second generation because I was born from them. Okay. That makes sense in my brain. It does. I know. I was just annoyed because I felt like yeah. everyone told me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then in my world, a lot of people will talk about first generation as like first generation college student as well. So like the first in your family to go to college. 
See, and I think I think that's also what's confusing. I think that's what my brain went to because they do say that. Yes, it's all confusing, but that's why oh, we're here to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, glad you clarified. And yes, yes, please drop it in the comments. I love it. If you guys know, correct please us. educate us because. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, okay, great. Thank you for that quick recap. And then, if they haven't listened to your first episode, can you give a quick recap of how you know me? Okay. Oh, well, I'll do a quick, quick one. I know, uh, I know. Friend of a friend. That's fine. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> we have mutual best friends and then we became best friends. Bada bing, bada <laughs> and the rest is history. There we are. And now we are inseparable and talk every day. <laughs> literally every single day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Perfect. So, um, Coco, very excited to discuss this with you because I think it's important not only for my students, um, but other teachers out there, anyone listening, really. um, I think this will be a really educational episode um, for myself as well. Mm -hmm. So my first question, um, if somebody asked you, what does the non-binary mean or what Mm -hmm. does non-binary mean, what would you say? Yeah, so obviously, great question. Um, what it means to be non-binary. So like when we're all born, you know, the doctor has you in their hands, <laughs> which y'all can see me right now, <laughs> has you in their hand, and then they present you to your parent, mm-hmm. and they all they assign us a gender. Mm-hmm. I say assignment because like we don't have a choice. Like we don't say, oh, by the way, you're, I'm a girl. You know, like they just mm-hmm. base it off biology, and they're like, oh here's your boy or here's your girl mm-hmm. um and that's kind of just sets you up for like this trajectory of when you're growing up you know getting mm-hmm. raised being non-binary um as i've learned for myself i'll speak for on my own stories um for me it's i just never really felt i was one gender or the other by Bi- like biologically i was like oh like yeah physically i i identify with being male but i was like emotionally eternally you know mentally i just felt i embraced my feminine qualities Mm -hmm. um and i just didn't really like i didn't really connect to one or the other like i felt like i was like this mixture of all of it Mm -hmm. um I felt that I was more than what I was assigned. Um, I feel like a lot of people like to label things as boys are supposed to do this and girls are meant to do that. And I just wasn't for that. That wasn't my yeah. story. I did not like that for me. I don't like being told what I need to do. Um, and I think I've always known when I was a kid. Um, I, I don't know if I mentioned this story to you before, but like, I probably mentioned this in the last podcast, but I felt like when I was watching Titanic that was like a big Mm -hmm. indicator of my gender identity where I realized like oh one my I was into men um Mm -hmm. and I loved me some Leonardo DiCaprio loved me some Jack (laughs) Dawson but then I also had like this like ear connection with Rose like I wanted to be Rose and I didn't and I knew I felt that was taboo because like oh you're a boy you're not supposed to feel these things mm-hmm. and I but I felt it I wanted I like I gravitated towards her I gravitated towards mm-hmm. a lot of female characters that I really love mm-hmm. um and I hated that I couldn't like explore that due to like all the different you know gender norms yeah. and I as I um started to get older you know especially in college 
and um, actually more post-college, like I started exploring clothing more and mm -hmm. makeup. And I, I think also being, you know, performing artist, I get to like explore that naturally. Um, and once I started like really like embrace like wearing heels and wearing skirts and like just kind of, you know, bending the gender norms with my clothing, I started, things started to click a little bit more mm -hmm. um, where I was like, oh, like I am... I am more than just a male or a female. I'm I'm a, I'm a good mixture of it all. Mm -hmm. And at the time, we just didn't have the word for it. Yeah. Um, and so, when once I started hearing about non-binary and like what that meant, um, you felt so I, seen. I felt seen, and I, I was scared. I was scared to admit that because I was also like, I because once you say that, it's like you can't. I, in my head, I was like, oh, I can't take it back, and I didn't really feel like I knew enough mm -hmm. to um you know start having people you know addressing me in those pronouns um and i think that you know there's all like a lot of layers to it a lot of you know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> trauma that you need to clear out um and so yeah and then i had that choice once i finally like, had like my heart broken in half that i was like okay what like, who are you coco mm -hmm. like what are you and yeah, it just kind of came to be that like being non-binary is um, me being able to have all of me, yeah. you know, and I don't have to be labeled as one thing or the other. I'm mm -hmm. all of it. That was, a, that was a very long winded answer. Thank you for listening. I can't keep talking. <laughs> that was so well said. And just thank you for sharing oh, I'm glad. your story. No, I hadn't heard the titanic story titanic. before and like just i well, can just well, like grace it's so funny because like yeah. i like people know like i'm obsessed with titanic like ever since i was a kid like my ape my honors history class we did like a whole uh, we got to pick like a topic i did titanic <laughs> i watched titanic um, every single day for a month my mom was so i love it and i was like wondering and it was such like a very pivotal moment yes. like a shift you guys in my life a shift. Like, i wish you could see their face right now there was a shift <laughs> wait okay question how old were you when you first watched that movie oh, i was pretty young i was, I was probably like seven eight mm -hmm. um, yeah yeah i was pretty young but i and i like what did i know like i don't know why i love that movie so much yeah um but i watched it and we oh. had the VHS. Then I got the DVD. VHS. <laughs> I went I, when it came back in theaters. I was there like five times. Oh, I oh love it. Oh my god, I this is hilarious it. because um, last week in class we discussed love, and I asked them what is the most romantic movie you know or something. Titanic. Yeah, and so people brought up the Titanic, and I have such an aversion to that movie. I think because it broke my heart. I literally, it made me sick to my stomach. I did not want to watch it ever again <laughs> and you're I, literally rightfully so <laughs> you're like i'm gonna watch this every day <laughs> i was like oh, i'll just be dark i was like oh my god oh my question was and this is the long okay we're not making this about the titanic we will come back to the non-binary but my the constant you know worldwide debate is why didn't rose move over on the, the weight distribution they couldn't, okay look you have they, an opinion <laughs> weight distribution you stupid because everyone was like, oh, he definitely could have fit. Like, yeah, the problem is that he could not, like, he could fit. It, the weight, they were heavy, they and were they topped over. 
Oh, yeah. it was toppled over. See, I'm not. They tried. Know. It's not like they didn't try. Like Jack is a survivor. Like he tried everything that he could possibly do <laughs> to get on with his love. I struck a nerve. <laughs> sorry. Oh my gosh, because it makes me so mad. Because I saw like this whole like sorry, oh sorry friends. Well, I need to say this real quick. Yeah, I saw this whole thing on Instagram where like they were showing how he could have easily fit in the board yeah. of the door with her. And I was like, that's not the case. Like, obviously, you would have figured out how to, like, they could both get on there. They did so much <laughs> to get to that point. They just couldn't fit. Right. Like, they couldn't, they couldn't, like, they couldn't hold them up. Ugh. Okay, absolutely. Um, Even though well, I wish he would have left her and, like, swam somewhere and got something for himself. But that's yeah. a whole different story. Right. Ugh. Save yourself. <laughs> like, ugh. They tell you to put your mask on first. Why didn't he... <laughs> She just she should have just stayed on the lifeboat and he would have found his way back to her. But anyway, I can I think I wrote right. about that in my paper. You know what? I'm gonna bring you back for um you're gonna talk about this paper. Oh my god, could you please we'll do the Titanic. Oh my god, I would love that so much. This is a little preview of how that conversation's gonna go, and I'll try not to ask triggering questions. Oh wow, I love oh it. Oh my god, the biggest tangent. It's like they're literally getting a glimpse of how we speak to each other. This is yeah, pretty much exactly how it goes every time, which is why most of our conversations last at least two hours. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's drop it back. Get bring back. it back uh mm -hmm. to the non-binary. So thank you for sharing that. I feel like that was a great explanation. Um and I also wanted to say, if I haven't already. Yes, we like to put people in boxes and yeah. we are more we're more than that. So why is this important? Like why oh does this God. matter? I mean, I just we're all going through our own human experience and I don't understand <laughs> why people feel the need to interject their own opinions to everything. Um it's important because it's not just easy, like, it's not black and white, you know? It's not just something that you can um, pinpoint, like, this is what this person's supposed to do. And this, like, we're all so different. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the beauty of having a name for it, you know, gives people somewhere to look because before it used to be so confusing. Um, but having an understanding of other people's human experiences just makes you a better person, mm -hmm. I think. And um, for the longest time, I think so many people were so confused about the feelings that were happening. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're being told one thing, you know, with your families and the media and you don't gravitate towards that. So it's important for people to know that there's so much more color in this picture. You know, there's so much detail in this picture. And I, I know that for the people that I've, you know, have connected with and people who are close, like even like you, like I feel like some people have benefited with just knowing my story and knowing um, of of how I came to be the person I am. Because I think I've mm -hmm. always been non-binding. I just didn't know. Yeah. Um, and when you're getting raised and with, you know, societal views and stuff, it can cloud those judgments. Because I think I, I've had it, like I've had those innate thoughts and those feelings before, but I just didn't have like I said, like the terminology. And so I think it's just important mm -hmm. just to educate mm -hmm. people now and like the kids growing up to understand so they can have 
a voice and they can have an understanding and they don't have to feel shameful about it. They can embrace it and live their life truly and freely and powerfully and magically and wonderfully. <laughs> I, wish that, I wish this was a video so people could see all of the energy. Uh, That's how okay. I feel. That was also another great answer. Um, and I wanted, I had a thought and I lost it. It'll come back to you. It'll come back. It'll come back. Um, oh, do you only prefer, um, so people who, maybe this is their first time learning about this. Mm -hmm. So like my pronouns are she, her. Mm -hmm. I have other friends who identify as he, him. And then my non-binary friends usually identify as they, them. But is there any other language out there that you prefer to use or do you always use they, them? Um, yeah, I I prefer they, them, but I also will not, you know, go on a rampage if you call me he, him, or if you even call me she, her, like I'm all of it. So <laughs> I, I had a friend actually, um, I won't say their name, but we were like, we were meeting for the first time and they were like, oh, what's your pronoun? I was like, oh, I'm Kai, I'm Coco, but my pronouns are they, them. And I'll call them Mary-Kate. And I was like, Mary-Kate, like, what's your pronouns? And Mary-Kate was like, Mary-Kate. So they were saying, like, my name oh. is my pronoun. So you right. could just address me as my name. Right. But you could also address Mary-Kate as she, her, mm -hmm. as they, that, like, I'm all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that was really interesting. So like if people, I've, I've been doing a thing now where if you don't know someone, mm -hmm. you can't just assume their pronouns. So just say their name. Sure. Yeah. Like, just, hey, Grace, like, what does Grace want to do? You know, like, yeah. instead of being like, what is she, you know, like just mm -hmm. ass not assuming until that you have to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's just always like a safety, a safer okay. way of going about it. And well, unfortunately, sometimes I feel like you have to play defense with some of these topics mm -hmm. and no one why would anyone ever question why you want to be called your name that's weird it's just very weird it's like why why are you so bothered? i think that puts the humanity back into it just call people by their name yeah and i like <laughs> we were given those names for and people love when you use their names yeah um i like when i go to starbucks like i literally like i, I make a point to look at the person's name tag and just thank them yeah. And they'll ask you, like, oh, like, obviously they um, ask for your name when they get yeah. your drink. So it's like, what's up? Yeah. And now, they, they, now we just say hi to each other. Yes. What's up, um, girl? I love that. I love it. And as a teacher, we are taught, use your students' names. Yeah. Which is why my Chinese students who are listening to this know that I would prefer to call them by their Chinese name. But I'll use whatever name you tell me to call you by. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay. I have a quick question about for my English language learners. Yes. You said rampage. <laughs> um, you said, I don't, did you say quick rampage or uh, not to go on a rampage? Like, when would you use that? And could you maybe think of what that means or how you'd explain it? <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> love English. Uh, we love English. Rampage. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was like trying to think of like the most destructive word I could think of. <laughs> I When I think of like rampage, I think of anger like just like blowing up and just yeah. causing chaos and yeah. um yeah so <laughs> why did i say that word i don't even remember what i said why did i say that i think that i 
well, I hadn't even asked you yet oh. if it would offend you if somebody used he, him. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't like go, go on, on a rampage. rampage. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wouldn't like get angry or yes. start yelling and be very belligerent. Like, I, would, I would be very calm, mm -hmm. chill. Unless you're being disrespectful. That's those are two. Like I could tell when someone's like purposely <laughs> <laughs> trying to hurt my feelings. But yes. if you're like making a, a, a flub, you know, that's fine. What's a flub? <laughs> <laughs> Last time I said, wow, a I didn't really have to if ask you. Make, you <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Flub's a good one. If you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. That's great. <laughs> wow. I'm going to start saying flubs and courage. That's the easiest way to learn a language. Okay. Love that. <laughs> Um, okay, let's dive back into the question. So we actually already answered number four. Um, number three, what do you wish more people knew or understood about non the non-binary? Oh, that's a great question. Hmm. Um, I, I would love for people to know that it's always been around. It's not like some new thing that's just been developed that they just came out the you know with the history books like I, it's been around for a really long time um like i said i just they just finally started creating a name for it mm -hmm. um but they've been doing it since queerness has been around like the 1800s like, i feel like we everyone has always just been a little bit androgynous you know i feel mm -hmm. things have never really been black and white um, until mm -hmm. like now um and so mm -hmm. I, yeah, I just wish that people just understood that this is not something that's new. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, like the kids today are just trying to, you know, make things different than what it used. Like it's always been there. We've always had these feelings. We, we always um, were figuring out our sexualities, figuring out our genders. And yeah, it's, not, it's nothing new. Yeah. Um, I also want people to know that there is a difference between being non-binary and transgendered. Because I think there is a huge confusion. I, you can be transgendered and non-binary. And I'll mm -hmm. explain in the sense that um, transgender, you are saying that you are either a male or a female. That is like you are saying that. Mm -hmm. You are assigned those genders, right? Non-binary is saying that you do not fit in any of those assignments. I'm not a male. I'm not a female. Mm -hmm. I am Coco. And so that is the huge, I think people kind of, I've, I've received a lot of questions when I let people in to my new life um, mm -hmm. of being non-binary and they're like, oh, so are you trans now? And I was like, no, I have, I have no desire to transition. I have, that's not my story. That's not my narrative. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't um, fit into the gender binary. That's just not for who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. um, but there are a lot of trans humans who do mm -hmm. and but who also identify being non-binary it's it's a it's a huge like melting pot you know there's just different subcategories um mm -hmm. i do believe that non-binary is like a sub group a subcategory of mm -hmm. trans identity but it's very different as well yeah not, no i care. think that you're just really <laughs> explaining that we cannot put people into so many boxes people are diverse and we are not just one thing and you sharing your story about non-binary doesn't necessarily mean that it's everyone's exactly it's so completely different that's such a great point thank you for saying that grace like it is so different my 
my story is not the it's not the whole book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, well, Coco but, said this, so this is what this is for every non-binary person. Do that. A lot of people <laughs> base their opinions on one person's story. Absolutely. And, um, I think it's I think it's so beautiful just mm-hmm. seeing how different queerness can look like. Mm-hmm. Um, even just like straight humans like i think we all just have different experiences naturally Mm -hmm. and so like why how like why would you expect that from queer people you know Mm -hmm. from the lgbt community and so yeah yeah it's 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 a great point it's so different and i that's just this is just like my truth and like what works for me Mm -hmm. um it is hard because like i go to places and like people just automatically you know gender me right away Mm um and uh, I think also because like I am attracted to men, mm-hmm. so they're like, "Well, then you're gay," and I was like, "Well, that's just not only that though. Like, I I am a queer person who's attracted to men, mm-hmm. and that's just yeah. kind of I don't have to explain myself. Just take it for what it is. No, I don't have to ever <laughs> explain to anybody that I'm straight. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Oh. God, we're not, we're all, we all have our preferences. We all literally are going through our own human experiences. So it's just like, mm-hmm. let people be. And like you said, like, I mean, we're so, like, I feel like people are just so in need of having answers to everything. Yeah. And wanting to label everything. Yeah. Uh, just to like justify whatever's going on in their brain. Like, we need an answer. And so yeah. um, I love that it's so broad. I love mm-hmm. that you like, you have to really like, peel the layers to understand what is going on it's beautiful mm-hmm. it's, it's just so complex be- as humans yeah like complexity i like it's it's so amazing like i have a friend who is currently dating a, a trans man for the first time and mm-hmm. never thought that he would ever and he is a, a cisgendered mm-hmm. man and i think that's so beautiful like because mm-hmm. like we, we're so layered so we're just figuring it out mm-hmm. and you know, it doesn't really, and people are going to quickly want, probably want to label him. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's, it's just so much more than that. I'm surprised that's the first time this has come up, I think, in the podcast. Can you explain really quick if somebody says cisgendered, what that means? Yeah. So being cisgendered means that you identify with the gender that you were assigned to at birth. Mm-hmm. So you're cisgender because you have identified as a woman yep. um, that you were assigned to at birth. Um, yeah. Pretty self-explanatory. So yes. Yep. Also, gay people can be cisgendered. <laughs> Lesbian <laughs> be cisgendered. It's just so everyone. I feel like people are thinking it's only like a straight people thing, but no. It, yeah. Exactly. And cis C I S. Yep. Right. C I S. Cisgender. Okay. Um. Something else came up, and I wanted to say one more thing. I keep having some brain fog. All the questions. You need to, you, where's your journal? <laughs> I know. Where's my journal? <laughs> okay. But um. No. This has been so enlightening so much knowledge i really hope that people um you know can benefit from this and just let it sit in and then yeah whatever questions i'm always open to questions and i always tell my students like i love hearing across cultures what this language looks like and Mm -hmm. how people are talking about it but as a linguist and as a teacher i Mm -hmm. am glad that we do have language around this because mm-hmm. like you said at the very beginning, you felt seen, like you felt understood. Um, it was like a, like a light bulb. You're just like, oh. That's me. That's me. That makes so much sense. Thank you, Webster Dictionary. 
<laughs> gotta love our friend Webster. Oh, my we gotta God. love our friend Webster. Um, uh, yeah, okay. and did that was that clear though? Like, what did that kind of just give you a little bit more? Oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. And um, well, the reason I uh, decided to do this episode, students were asking. I noticed that you were started asking people their pronouns and what does that mean, and I think that mm-hmm. we we you have lived in California as well. It's more common. Um, it's not necessarily common throughout the whole country, but I wish it was and would, you know, kind of gain some traction. Um, it's getting there. It's getting there. So, yeah. So I think just another reason for anyone to listen to this episode, just to kind of hear your story. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And we're not done yet. Oh. <laughs> you know, we're I'm going to ask you. Oh, God. oh, so normally I do. The last part is a quote, idiom or expression. I yeah. hope we have any idioms or expressions. Maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure Coco, you have a wonderful quote. I uh, actually do. Oh, oh, of course. Oh my God, pressure. But, okay. <laughs> um. So when I was just thinking about identity and sexuality and just the beauty, because I think so many people, um, we're like taught that this is a weakness for so long. Um, at least when uh, growing up, I felt like being queer was a detriment to my success Mm -hmm. and are you aware of who lena waith is lena lena waith no i don't think um she is a queer comedian super amazing amazing writer um she i think she she wrote an episode on master of none is that what it's called master of none Mm -hmm. master of none um so she did an amazing um episode that dealt with like her mom um understanding her sexuality okay. but she won an emmy for it and she had this speech that just really touched me and that stuck with me so I'm, this is what i feel is perfect for i'm prepared this. i'm actually i'm not prepared but let's go <laughs> and so she like goes off and like thinking you know all the people that helped with the episode blah 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 and then she's like i love you all and last but certainly not least my lgbtqia family mm which means stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, and asexual. Thank you. I see each and every one of you. The things that make us different, those are our superpowers. Every day when you walk out the door and put on your imaginary cape and go out there and conquer the world because the world would not be as beautiful as it is if we weren't in it. That is perfect. The perfect quote for this episode. I'm always speechless. I don't know why I'm surprised. That's (laughs) such a great. I was like in tears. Yes, that's those are our superpowers. We would put our capes on, and like each day when you know we allow people to come in and see us, and like Mm -hmm. as freely and as confidently, it's amazing. And that's like what we are meant to do in this world. That's what we're meant to do in these bodies is to inspire and to expand and educate people mm-hmm. and to not be afraid of that and allow like, and even though when people try to tell us no and tell us that we're wrong, we're gonna mm-hmm. keep being louder and yeah. brighter and mm-hmm. more confident and we're mm-hmm. just gonna keep knowing ourselves more and more. Yep. I just can't help but to like understand, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that, that quote was always like, just a huge huge part of like my identity journey mm-hmm. for sure oh it's wonderful i'll be sure to put it in the description and yes. yeah it just reminds you know it's like there's another quote that's like when you so use your superpower to be your authentic self you allow you give others the permission to do the same 
Yes. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like, it, like that, think about it that way. It's like you're giving someone yeah. permission. That's such a beautiful way of thinking that. Like, yeah. you're allowing someone the privilege, the opportunity mm -hmm. to just be their full selves. Mm -hmm. And that is all we are literally meant mm -hmm. to do in this world is to and be ourselves. Our I am just going to say this, Coco. I hope everyone has the pleasure to meet you one day because <gasps> truly you feel it. And if you aren't being yourself around you specifically, you feel awkward. Oh, that's so because nice. You just have, yeah, you just have such a, just no, like, don't care what anybody else is thinking, being oh. your authentic, shiny, bright, sparkly self. And then everybody else wants to do the same because like, they're comfortable. Why can't I be? So we only, we only have one lives in these bodies, so let's just make the best of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh my I gosh. Also, like, and also, I'm so excited because I like that's literally like I, I'm recognizing my goal in this world is to do that for other people because mm -hmm. I've learned it from so many expanders in my mm -hmm. life, like you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so excited. Like I already have this vision that I'm just going to be educating people on a huge mass. So yeah. stay tuned, friends. Yes, stay tuned, and I will plug your uh, Instagram and. All of your, oh, your YouTube yeah. channel again. Oh, I also have a video that I'm going to say, probably send you the link that Perfect. talks about like my queer identity journey. And so yes. I think it'll give you a little bit more insight as well. I was going to say, we could spend days, years talking about this. So it'll be great to yeah. link to your channel because unfortunately English with Grace has <laughs> a lot of other topics too, but maybe <laughs> we'll just do a, what do you call it? Uh, a series on, <gasps> on this topic. Oh. <laughs> Ping. Oh, ping. <laughs> okay, I got to shut it down or we'll just keep going all day. Uh, Coco and I are going to keep talking for about another hour, but it was great <laughs> having you all on the show. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great having Coco on the show. I'm glad all of you could listen, and I'm sure I'll invite you back for another topic. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, listeners. Until next time, you're not going to hear the last of me. <laughs> I'll be Coming back. back. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the English with Grace podcast. I hope you enjoyed this discussion. If you did like this episode, please go ahead and like and subscribe and keep an eye out for more episodes coming soon.